This is The Mudroom, on Common Sense Parenting Classes with Alana Robinson, parenting effectiveness coach and child behavior strategist. Weekly nuggets of developmentally appropriate parenting wisdom to help you parent your toddlers and preschoolers more effectively with less effort. The Mudroom is recorded live on Facebook every Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Pacific. Now, here's Alana. Hello, everyone. Welcome to The Mudroom, our weekly free and live Uncommon Sense parenting classes. We are one month out from Valentine's Day. I just thought I'd throw that out there for anyone who needs to do, you know, a little bit of (laughs) pre-planning. Do you celebrate Valentine's Day with your significant other? My husband and I don't really. The entire time that we were like dating and engaged and then like for the first five-ish years of our marriage, he was just always gone with the military for Valentine's Day. And then the last like four years or so, we have been married for nine years in June. Um, I think he's only managed to be like here for like one or two that he's actually like been around. So for me, it's not really a big deal. It's mostly an excuse to eat chocolate and order takeout. Um, but I would love to know if we're the norm where it's kind of just another day with some chocolate thrown in, or if you guys like really do it up big. So, uh, so yeah, one month out from Valentine's day, about two weeks since New Year's, I am really enjoying being back in my routine. I don't know about y'all, but a break is good for the soul, but I am really enjoying having the boys back in school and being able to focus on work again. I've gotten so much done in the last two weeks that it kind of blows my mind just because, you know, I've been able to actually focus on work without anyone bugging me for a snack. So before we jump into our topic this week, allow me to introduce myself for those of you who are new around here, and I know there are a lot of you. My name is Alana Robinson, and I'm a parenting effectiveness coach for parents of toddlers, preschoolers, and kindergartners. So my job is to help you understand why your children are misbehaving and how to fix it without yelling, shaming, or coercing them. I'm the host here on the parenting, well, in the parenting posse, I'm the host here on the mudroom. (laughs) But I also host the Parenting Posse, which is my free peer support Facebook group. And if you aren't in it, you are welcome to join. I also host Parentability, which is where we get to the root of behavior issues and create targeted behavior plans to fix it. And as I said, obviously, I'm your host here on The Mudroom. (laughs) Or if you're listening to this on the podcast version, a review is always appreciated. Okay, so... Tonight, we are going back to basics, and we're going to talk about punishment versus discipline. So I have talked about this a few times in the parenting posse over the summer, and I've mentioned bits and pieces on here a few times. I've talked about it on Instagram somewhat. But as we've grown so exponentially in the last six-ish months, I'm noticing people using these terms interchangeably, so I think it's time for a mudroom that we can actually refer back to as needed. The concepts of punishment and discipline are so often conflated, and it's really stressful not only for children who are obviously the recipients of it, but also for us as parents. If I had a nickel for every time a parent said to me, I know I need to discipline them, 
but no matter how I punish them, it just doesn't work. If I had a nickel for every time somebody parent said that to me, I could afford to take every parent and parent ability on a Caribbean vacation. If you don't understand the distinction between punishment and discipline, it's super frustrating as a parent. And this is generally when I see parents starting to get creative. And don't get me wrong, <laughs> I'm a huge advocate for creativity in almost every aspect. But when it comes to disciplining children, not so much. Creativity and discipline tends to be a euphemism for makes no sense. And then we're confused as to why our children aren't learning. So let's just start out by defining punishment. What is punishment? Dictionary definition wise, punishment is the infliction or imposition of a penalty as retribution for an offense. So when you look it up on a thesaurus, it comes up with retribution, revenge, sanctions, vengeance, and penance. So when you're punishing a child, you're getting revenge on them. You're making them pay for something that they've done. Now, by contrast, what's the definition of discipline? Again, from the dictionary, it's an activity or experience that provides mental or physical training. Synonyms include coaching, training, teach, and educate. Big difference there, right? The word discipline comes from the root word disciple, which means student. Therefore, to discipline someone is to teach them. So can you see the contrast between those two concepts? As we've talked about quite a bit in our episodes on timeouts, my two magic questions to solve any behavior issue, natural logical consequences, quite a few others, I'm sure. <laughs> Punishments focus on telling a child what not to do, how not to behave. Because when you punish someone, you get retribution on them for what they did do. And the expectation is that by telling them what not to do or by getting revenge on them for what they did, that that'll magically infer that the opposite is desirable and what that opposite desirable behavior is. Before Christmas, I did a one day training for a group in real life, which is always fun because I'm used to being here by myself behind the camera. But to drive this point home to that group, I gave them a simple recipe and some ingredients, and I told them that they had to verbally follow my directions to make the thing. And then I proceeded to tell them what not to do to make the thing, which ingredients not to add, what tools not to use, what not to do next. Any quick guesses on how long it took them to get frustrated with me? <laughs> like. 30 seconds. One woman was standing there just completely paralyzed with indecision. She was literally standing there with her hands up in the air ready to act. But every time I told her what not to do, she had to start engaging in a mental process of elimination and it just completely froze her. One guy just stopped listening to me and he threw all of his ingredients in the bowl and mixed them up. And then he was shocked when it didn't actually turn out. And every time someone didn't know what to do, 
I made them sit in the corner and think about what they'd done. <laughs> it was so much fun. <laughs> and when they came back, I'd ask them, okay, do you know what to do now? And they looked at me like I was insane. Let's just say we didn't get anything edible made for our snack, not even close. Because it's impossible to do. And most of them needed a break afterwards because they were absolutely exhausted. Our brains aren't wired that way. That's not how human beings learn. All it did was embarrass them and make them afraid to try anything again because everything that they did was wrong. So they all became paralyzed and then I'd yell at them for being too slow. So then we did it again. <laughs> we took a break, everybody took a breather. And then we did it again and I walked them through making the cookies. First, I told them that we were making cookies. <laughs> and then I walked them through the process of what to do step by step. Put this in the bowl, put that in the bowl, mix it up, wet ingredients, dry ingredients, the whole shebang. And we had cookies ready to go in the oven in 20 minutes flat. So even just in the retelling of that experience, which do you think took more energy and effort on both our parts? Which way do you think was faster? <laughs> what took less time? This is exactly what it's like when we punish children versus discipline them. Often when I give parents advice, they complain that discipline is going to take too much time. And yeah, maybe the initial interaction takes a little bit more time, but it's very much the analogy of give a man a fish and he'll eat for a day, teach a man to fish and he'll eat for life. Yeah, discipline takes a lot more effort on the front end. Teaching a child what to do is time consuming. I'm not denying that. But it takes a lot less effort and time overall because once they know what to do, they can do it without any support. Children do well if they can versus wasting time hoping that they are going to guess what to do based on what you've told them not to do. Also note that I say that you need to teach them what to do, not just tell them what to do. <laughs> just because they know what to do doesn't mean they know how to do it. Telling a child what to do isn't going to magically make them comply because it's a lot more complex than that, which means that you can, in fact, discipline a child without punishing them. And why in the posse, you are never ever going to get an answer to how do I punish my child for doing X or Y? Because in the posse, we focus on teaching children how to do things. We focus on discipline. And it's why I kind of rear my head at the term positive discipline. By definition, discipline is positive. <laughs> Punitive, demeaning, authoritarian interactions cannot be used to teach. Learning requires our brain to be calm and engaged in order to happen. A child can't learn when they're in a defensive state because they don't feel safe. So our brains disengage the area responsible for learning and it reroutes all of that energy that would be used to learn into keeping us safe. And that's why in parents' ability, we focus so much on skill building because most things children need to know how to do in order to behave boil down to one of the eight executive functioning categories that we focus on. Not all of them, <laughs> but most. And if you can support your child in developing those skills prior to them needing to use them, 
when you do have to use behavior modification or give them a direct direction, you just have to teach the mechanics of the actual task versus teaching the task and teaching all the underlying skills that go along with it. We make a plan to help them fill in their knowledge gaps ahead of time so that when we do need to correct them, like by using the LCP, for example, our kids respond much quicker and with much less effort because they have the underlying skills already to do what we're asking them to do. Discipline is a much more holistic way to look at raising kids. Instead of constantly being behind the eight ball, trying to catch up all the time by getting angry at them for doing something that they have already done, <laughs> we stop trying to chase them. We turn around and we look at what needs to change so that it doesn't reoccur going forward. We focus on discipline instead of punishment. So I know that that can feel like a very minor distinction, but it's actually huge. Once you grasp the difference and change your focus, life becomes so much easier. Your relationship with your child improves so much. You're much less stressed and you don't feel burnt out anymore because parenting gets easier. Discipline is so much easier. It takes much less mental energy than punishment. So what do you think? Anybody here having an aha moment? Anybody realizing that they've been punishing instead of disciplining? It's an easy trap to fall into because again, that's, that's kind of how society is set up. <sighs> but if you're overwhelmed with switching to discipline, I got your back. There's two things I suggest you do. First, download my scripts for making crazy, ah, for crazy making behavior. <laughs> You're gonna notice how simple it is to switch to discipline when you use those scripts because it's really just a tiny tweak, but it makes all the difference. And the second thing is once you've kind of consumed the scripts, you've tried them out, you've got kind of a handle on using them and you're seeing how well they work, then come and join us in my free misbehavior proof class. We have classes running several times a week. You can watch it whenever you have time. It's about an hour and a half class, but it's going to really break down those eight skills that are underneath almost all behavior so that you can kind of see where your child is struggling and where they're actually doing pretty okay. And that'll give you a much better idea of where to put your energy and where to put your focus when you're teaching your child to do things. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you all for joining me. Um, next week, we're going to be discussing why your child never appears to be calm. So many Parenting Posse members, new ones and older ones have said, you know, okay, this all makes sense. This is great, but I don't know how to teach my child to do something when they're calm, when they're never actually calm. So make sure to join me for that because we're gonna kind of break down why that happens. Thank you so much. Have a great evening. Bye. You've been listening to The Mudroom, Uncommon Sense Parenting Classes with Alana Robinson. If you like what you just heard, remember to join us every Tuesday evening at 9 p.m. Eastern and 6 p.m. Pacific on Facebook. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, share, and connect with us on social. This has been an Alana Robinson Family Services production.